0: Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of the Cannabis Review. We're going to be talking all things synthetic on um, this episode, and I'm delighted to be joined on this episode by Shuchi Sakar, who's the Chief Marketing Officer at Creo, who are one of the biggest companies in the world in this field. How are you keeping today, Suchi?
1: Doing well, and yeah. great to chat with you. Delighted
0: to have you on. So, through all my research, I've, uh, I've come across that Creo seemed to be one of the top players in the game in this new exciting industry can you maybe give everybody a quick overview on uh, your background you've had a, a lot of success in business so far to date what drew, what drew you into creo
1: yeah so um you know i've been in tech all my life Owen and um, as i was looking at the next chapter of my life i wanted to do something completely different after having worked for a series of large companies in the tech space you know i was looking for something that Um, you know, was really creating something from scratch and in a new industry, where there was true innovation disruption. I was looking at the opportunity of building uh, something that is purpose-driven that I feel could really help the planet, help humanity. And in CREO, I kind of found this opportunity. It's a new industry. Um, It's in biotech, something I had never done. Um, The technology is truly uh, disruptive. And I feel the benefits of um, of, uh, this technology can help Um, every household in the future so that's why I joined it
0: No, it is. It's a very exciting new industry. And if you actually look at it from a global kind of perspective and take the cannabis flower out of the whole game, the new ingredient is going to be the kind of huge component of this factor. And that's where the capital markets will put their money because politicians will back it and science will be able to prove that it works. So can you maybe give everybody a little overview of the new ingredient? Do you see this being a a, a multi discipline disruptor do you see it going across makeup and beauty health and wellness food and beverage is it going to have that much of a big reach
1: yes um i think that the beauty of you know cbg and many of these other ingredients especially cbg which is the mother cannabinoid is the extreme versatility in terms of the benefits and the applications. So primary research indicates that, um, you know, CBG has lots of uh, benefits, not only in terms of, you know, uh, skin care, and it's already, you know, called the skin cannabinoid, but also, um, you know, other industries like, you know, um, health and wellness, you know, giving you a calming experience, helping you with in in foods and beverages, and nutrition, in um, you know pet food uh, or pet treats applications. So um, I think because of the properties of this ingredient, um, you know, which are related to either anti-inflammation or and you know the rich moisturizing capabilities, the oxidation properties, and many other things that we are discovering every day, literally as more and more research is coming in, it's going to be here to stay for the next, you know, whatever you can predict the next decade.
0: Yeah, and I think we've, I've already talked to Ilan Sobel, who's the CEO of BioHarvest over in Israel, and they managed to create glandular trichomes from a bioreactor, which is a a first for the market and, again, another potential ingredient. You guys have a couple of IP processes through the process of yeast. Um, I've also researched there's algae and a couple of others. Do you think the IP process has been saturated so far in this industry or is there still so much room for growth that you see uh, a couple of other operators entering into the industry?
1: So we don't use yeast. We use another uh, bacteria. And I think that one of the advantages that CREO really has is that because of that, uh, we have uh, a very what we call freedom to operate. Our technology is slightly different. Our IP is slightly different from many of our competitors for the reason that we don't use EAST. I do think this market is going to attract more and more players and in investment I think if you look at the larger picture and around what is happening in bio manufacturing and vertical farming and everybody trying to you know do things that are um, that are more uh, sustainable that are more protecting nature that are more pure you will find that more and more people will get attracted. At some stage, I'm sure there'll be consolidation, there'll be, you know, it'll go through that whole maturity phase. But I think at this phase, we are where more and more people are gonna come in and get attracted.
0: Yeah, and I think the possibilities for blends and formulations of the multiple different synthetic molecules is gonna, it's almost like a chef's recipe now at this stage, how many types of bread can be made from flour?
1: Correct. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that in the next few years, you're going to see a lot of combinations, you know, people combining different kinds of cannabinoids, people combining different kinds of compounds with cannabinoids, other ingredients with cannabinoids. You'll see such a fusion, you know, um, um, I don't know, tomorrow you could think of, you know, fish oil with cannabinoids or something else with cannabinoids. So, It's going to be a lot of fusion, a lot of customization and personalization. I think, you know, more and more uh, consumers are wanting things that are uh, customized for them. And so, you know, variants and different kinds of new innovations and formulations, um, that's going to happen in the next few years. I think you want some few big brands to take that leap of faith and, you know, start investing more in the research side of this uh, category as well and then it's all ready to take off already.
0: Yeah agreed I think we're only at the starting stones of what will actually be the biggest uh, generator of capital in coming from the cannabis industry. I want to move on to the next topic and it's something you're an actual an expert on and it's marketing. Modern day marketing for firms in this sector Do you find it restrictive or are there specific innovative ways that you can bring your brand to market that don't uh, cross over any of the, let's say, online digital rules that are happening?
1: Yeah, um, I think for us, because we don't specifically do thc it's been a bit easier it was an exercise to be honest i mean when we started advertising you know uh, whatever it was uh, all the social platforms and channels were not very open to you know us doing any kind of content or paid especially Uh, But I was able to leverage my contacts from my previous roles and actually meet with these um, digital platforms and and communicate to them how our process is very different and that our products are pure. And because of which we were able to actually get a lot of these brands to allow our content and our um, marketing to run um, on these um, on their platforms. And I think. There are ways, um, you know, to do this in a a cost-effective manner uh, to both not only educate your prospective buyers as well as end consumers on exactly what these products are, what they're going to do, but also use other ways, right? One is to use your digital and social and search, but the other ways are, you know, webcasts and podcasts and, you know, participating in the right events where your consumers are going to be industry-specific events. can also use other um, um, modern marketing uh, uh, tools like you know um, using uh, syndication of content. I think today any customer before making any kind of decision, especially in B2B, they tend to visit and look at a lot more content. So you know each of these in the modern day customer journey and content journey has a place, be it your social digital search, content syndication, you know, webcasts, podcasts, being in the right events and really producing engaging content and putting it where your customer is and would be ready to consume this content.
0: Yeah, no, I agree, which I think there's definitely a lack of companies with innovative uh, content campaigns out there they seem to be all just crying wolf over the lack of Instagram and Facebook aren't allowing them to put their stuff on board where there's a number of different ways to market your product in this modern day and age. This even for example I started this a year ago just with a curiosity to learn the business side of the cannabis industry and again the the media side of things I think is very overlooked by the industry they don't utilize the amount of information and data that can actually be gathered by a 15 minute podcast once a week.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, LinkedIn is pretty open in terms of what we're allowing and, you know, you have webinars, you have, um, you know, link to all of these uh, trade media as well as all the big shows. They have a big digital footprint as well. Um, You know, you have email marketing, which, of course, because of all the privacy rules, you have to be really smart about doing it and making sure that you are optimizing keywords and subject matters and, you know, things that people are looking for. But if you invest in those things and make your content, you know, um, searchable and make your content engaging, you can't bore a customer into reading what you want or, you know, into watching what you want. But if you do create content that is compelling and meeting their needs and is really mapped to the customer journey, I think you can you can do a lot in this industry as well. I think it's the world is not only about Facebook and Instagram as much as marketers might want to believe that. Yeah,
0: I think that's the easy option for them to be able to sell to you, whereas a bit of legwork and a bit of elbow grease will get you a lot further than a a couple of hundred euro on an ad campaign. The last thing I want to touch on is uh, a strong strategy and a clear vision. In the industry, specifically the and the kind of biotech synthetic industry, it, it's it, it's of paramount importance i would assume to be able to create the individual ingredient before brands start getting created whereas in the cannabis industry it might be more brand focused and brand heavy would that be the strong strategy and clear vision for that industry or is there a different way that you recommend companies in that territory set up
1: yeah i think that there is a dual role here i think there is a role to educate the customer and you know Um, really build thought leadership and awareness and then the brand. So I think whatever you're trying to do, you need to be very clear on how you're going to achieve both these two purposes. They're not necessarily mutually exclusive, uh, but you need to have a clear vision of where you're trying to, take, where the category is going, where the brand is going, what exactly are you trying to achieve. For us personally in Creo, our vision really is to, Uh, bring cannabinoids to every household, partner with our customers, we are an enabler to help our customers create new and innovative products that they can bring to market across different applications. And, um, you know, how we do that while we're still protecting the planet, how do we do that in a manner that is credible, um, that is something that our customers can rely on. For us, a that is one huge task of making our vision and, and our brand pillars communicated. But at the same time, how do you build thought leadership in this category? How do you really grow this nascent category? You know, when I talk to people about cannabinoids, all they think is, you know, cannabis. Then there's a whole exercise of telling them this is not cannabis. This is not THC. There's, you know, the plant has so many different other Uh, compounds that it can offer. So I think having that, um, you know, having your strategy and your vision clear of what you're wanting to achieve, but recognizing that this is an emerging and nascent technology, which is also stigmified to a certain extent, and crossing all those barriers in a manner that you can really achieve uh, your goals is really important, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't agree to more. It's been absolutely brilliant talking to you, Shuchi. Um, I could actually talk to you all day. We've got the fifteen-minute time limit. For everybody who wants to know more about Creo, the website is down below, and you'll see it down on YouTube and Spotify and all the places that this is going to be. Thank you very much for taking your time to join us on this episode, Shuchi, and hopefully we could get to touch base again in the future and catch up on all the great things Creo might have accomplished by then.
1: Thank you so much, Owen, for having me and, you know, any of your uh, speakers, they're welcome to reach out to us anytime if they want to learn more, either about the category or Creo. And thank you again for the opportunity.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you and be highlighting such a great new uh, forward thinking industry. So until the next episode, guys, we'll chat to you soon.